welcome to an up late episode of the Friendly Jimmy's podcast. Miss Love, come on, admit this. They're better than the vines. <laughs> Every time. All right. I know when I'm beat. Yeah. Thank you. Finally. Even far Two out. people can come together sometimes. Mm, I think we all can. Hilary Duff was just a, you a know, bind. she's a gem that's been lost to the sea of time. Yeah. Are you serious though? You like Hilary? <laughs> Look, I might have been in slight jest in that comment, but I won't turn it off when it comes on the radio. And also, I'll go one further and say, I'll enjoy it. Dude, she's got a very nice voice, and I lo- and I thought she was hot in Lizzie McGuire. Yeah, I was gonna say a very nice voice and a great rack. Yeah, still as well. Dude, yeah. you know how- there was this one weird period where she was hot when she was fourteen, yeah, and then all of a sudden when she hit twenty one, and then twenty two, bam, back with a vengeance. Yeah, yeah. do you know what, what was, was happening about? there? She lost weight at 21. She became super skinny model-like. And Agent yeah. Cody Banks days, she was thick. Mm. And that's how Definitely it's to meant thick. to be. Yeah, yeah. Cody Banks. But also, on top of this, I've got to say, I know that we talk a lot on the Uplay podcast about asses and tits, but <laughs> the, the one exception that I will put and say that there's something more. She was very sweet. Yeah. Was she actually? Yeah. She, she was, was a sweetie. Nice. You know, like her, her whole album... Her album, Dignity, I think that's what it was called. <laughs> Should have been called No Dignity. It would have been so much funnier. But she has dignity. Yeah, that was yeah, the whole yeah. point. It was True. just She was at that age where you're supposed to slutty up oh. and be like Miley Cyrus or be a huge party girl. Right. And, and she, she was, was just like, like, I'm happy being a mum in Texas. Damn, dignity. Do you reckon so she, she, look, you are asking if the perfect woman exists. It, it's Hillary. It's Hillary Duff. <laughs> Hillary Duff is the perfect woman. All you uh, need to get her is a Range Rover uh, and like kids that she can take to soccer practices. Yeah. She'll love you. Well, that's all. Soccer mum. Who's that? Yeah. Like a soccer mum that became famous. But nothing that's below all. a Range Rover. You can't give her like a fucking Toyota Corolla and expect her to be loyal. Well, so a lady that's all, like that. That's all women. You just said you just. Nah, not not all women. No. Hillary Duff requires Range Rover. Some women can be very happy with Corollas. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that were like supposed to be on the Corolla. scooty, anyways. And those women are also described as pumping dumps. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, we're on the late that, pod. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, welcome back, Miss Love. <laughs> <laughs> Every week you think you could get away, uh, but we pull you back yeah. here. Miss Love, pretty much to just argue with you about the vines. <laughs> like, you don't think a pump and dump kind of person? exist no i'm not an idiot because uh, <laughs> there's definitely that. pump and dump guys i just don't uh i just it's a very abrasive term isn't it but we are sitting around a oh, poker oh, table guys, yeah i mean come on and and like i want to say and it's red miss love always gets visibly offended if uh if anyone uses and let's be honest it's mostly me <laughs> uses word. the word fuckable <laughs> I don't get offended. He gets triggered. He straight up gets no, triggered. I don't get triggered. He's I, a gentleman. I just go, I just go, I just wince a bit because it's just like so uh, abrasive, but it doesn't trigger me. But I'm it's so like, on point. Just because like I say it for women doesn't mean that there aren't like uh, pump and dump guys or fuckable guys. Totally. I know that. I think it's just that you wait when you hit 30, someone says fuckable and you're like, shouldn't we be in a library? <laughs> Come on, you can back me. Is that what happens at 30? Well, I've felt that my entire life. I think this is just a revelation for Beast Love now. Because he Slow. did what you're supposed to do in your 20s, which is live a life. Yeah. That's the difference. And you did not so live a life. So harsh on yourself, dude. Come yeah, on. Fair. Live a life. Dude, you you had a couple of kebabs on Bondi Junction, didn't you? Yeah, I did actually. Yeah, I did have a couple of I suppose that's a life. Yeah. I suppose, look, really... 
at the end of the day, when I'm just saying that I didn't have a life, um, it was just I didn't hang around that many guys that got their arm broken for being in the vicinity of a meth head. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, 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 and actually, <laughs> Ali did do that minus the meth, which somehow with Pakistanis, weed makes them even aggro. Jesus. Really? D- does weed make me aggro? Not you, but yeah, I, yeah, I don't understand how an aggro. entire society yeah. that is just – Pretty much pov Vancouver. Everyone is high. Yeah. And yet still, every story you have is, my friend got shot in the head in front of me. I was late for class. <laughs> and I was saying, what am I going to do with all this splattered brain all over my shirt now? Uh, <laughs> and so I got my servant to cook it in a cup. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's really, really tasty. You don't know. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, brain is tasty. You guys don't know what I've tried yeah. brain. You, yeah, you, you've cooked his brain, Ali. I have. Can I say it was scrumdiddly umptious? I think I, I, I might have. I think I might have, yeah. Let's be honest, though. You put any any substance in like a good curry sauce and it's like, oh, it's a thong? Yeah, fuck it, you know? Like, <laughs> I mean, you're right. That's true. But there is a difference between brains and thong. I can't believe I'm saying that sentence. But like there's so many wrong things with that. But I think uh, brain is up there. I, brain, yeah. you know what brain is? It's Mother Nature's mince meat. You don't have to do anything. I mean, look, Mince it's fat. True. It's just it's fat. True. Is it just fat? It's just straight up fat. It's such a weird substance. And lovely. Yeah, it, it, it's just- Electronic Well, fat. you know, some things are trending now. I remember when like bone marrow was just an exclusive like ethnic thing. And now mm-hmm. it's on every high class menu. And now, every, yeah, and they, you know that thing where you can drink a shot in bone marrow? Have you heard of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, trendy. In Ooh, fact- It's delightful. Now I'm shaming it. Bone marrow sucks balls. <laughs> now that like everyone's okay. into it. Well, let's, it's, I don't know what, what, what time is I it on the podcast. I think it's my turn to say this. Okay. Yeah, she's the Uplate podcast. We yeah, are six yeah, minutes yeah. in. Okay, that's six that's six all minutes, okay. the time, time we have. T- time to roll up the sleeves. You're talking absolute shit, Ali. No, I'm not. I'm, not, I, I'm, I'm kind of partly kidding <laughs> okay. about that. Because that's like one of my loves in life. I know. But it's trending as fuck right now, Miss Love. Dude, not even. I feel like it was trending like a few years ago. It's such a, this is pathetic conversation, but true, I, true, I don't true. think it's that big a deal anymore. Dude, but you don't like it? It's just fucking gelatin and fat. And you put a bit of salt in that? Oi, that reminds me. There's this supposed to be really, and sorry, Jordan, you can like walk off if you want, but there's supposed to be like- um, a really, really good restaurant around your house that I've got I managed to get a booking for. What's it called? Um, Sorry, Jordan. It's like a set <laughs> menu. We it's can keep called, talking. Um, Just apologize to Jordan every like well, seven seconds. Talk to him there. about some bullshit thing of Gladys while I look up the name. Okay, the shadow <laughs> government still exists. Sorry, that'll hold him off for a sec. That'll hold him off for a sec. Josh Frydenberg's an alien. Anyway, uh, uh, so. keep coming. I'm going to need more than that. <laughs> okay, okay. Don't worry, don't worry. I found it. It's called I mean, Farmhouse. What's it called? Farmhouse. Holy shit. What's that? It's near uh, Manly, I think. That's, that's not near me. Yeah, it's across the bridge. I hate that attitude. It's across the bridge. Uh, like, where so do you live? Brisbane. Hornsby. Where do you live? Neutral Bay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Two hours fucking free. And North where do you Shore. live? Cairns. Still and across then, the bridge. Now that's northern shit. And then you fucking. And then you. <laughs> And then you fucking go to the inner west and someone's like, hey, I'll come, oh yeah, I'll come over to your house. Where were you in? Petersham again? Petersham? I mean, fucking Lewisham, you can't. Oh, right. Four <laughs> minutes away. They're very different suburbs. One has slightly less Black Lives Matter stickers than the other one. And then North Sydney. Oh, yeah, Hornsby, North Sydney. Same fucking shit. True, true. Anyway, point taken. Point taken. Okay, but damn. But you have. Gets triggered. 
part two. <laughs> but you have to admit more these days. People across the bridge have exactly the same attitude for people from this side fair, of the bridge. Fair, fair, fair. So it's mutual. It's just my specific situation of like cunts being like, I'm really proud that I'm from Dulwich Hill. Why? Because it smells like piss. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, where, where, like, where do you live? Uh, like North Sydney. Ah. Oh. Affluent doesn't smell like piss and 20 minutes from the CBD, yuck. It's <laughs> so annoying. You're an envoy between the two worlds. I am. That's yeah. my whole life. It's so annoying. Mm. I taste the, the I've, you know, obviously grew up in the North Shore ta- and I have like no people on either side. It's like I've tasted that and I've tasted the other one. It's like I'm, a, I'm trying to think of a, of a metaphor, but I, I think that, look, I don't think it's too egregious to say that I'm one of those people that's like, I'm Chinese, Australian, and I, I don't feel like either, totally. <laughs> that's me, you know? I like both, but some people, the people that say that, that I want to like my Chineseness uh, ask me to be Australian. The people that ask me to be Australian want about my Chinese, it's just tough for me. <laughs> Did I make like a Holesworthy Live video on exactly that topic? Oh, really? Arguing why it's important to what listen were the to that. like at the bottom? Well, look for the handful of people that saw it. Uh, they all were very appreciative. <laughs> what was the, Actually, what a was lot the of uh, half-cast actually contacted me and were like, dude, yeah, that's on point. But what did you say? What was the what Well, was the just crux? like hanging out with um, Dome King, it sort of gave me an insight to um, what, you know. Um, yeah. What like half cast people are like, essentially? And, oh, oh, half cast. As in, as I was just going to ask if I was half cast. No, no, no just no, the, you're full uh, the identity full. crisis that comes with. Well, it, it would probably would be a real thing. I mean, it's 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 it has nothing to do with like how good you've had it or how little problems you have. It's just just the fact that you've got this split identity. Yeah, it's kind of fucked. And if you were halfy. Mm. You would experience it too. I probably would, Jordan. No, do all you they feel- do is whine about it. I remember <laughs> sitting in all these model, conv- not conventions, whatever they're called, the thing where you go and you audition. Uh, Audition, casting, casting, casting. Well, you go to the casting, You're- and there was just a bunch of Eurasians. Yeah, they always had that every single time they were ever in the same room because it was yeah. like touring around Asia. So it was just pretty much every Eurasian in Australia in Singapore at the same time. Going, you know, yeah. I always felt different. Yes, yes, me too. <laughs> and what was the problem again? Yeah, I'm, I'm really attractive, really smart, and I have all the advantages of an English-speaking parent as well. <laughs> I mean, look. So what is your problem again? I have to say that, like, uh, I definitely, I definitely, uh, uh, maybe, are you sure right? You d- know, I'm starting to think that we probably should have got a techie for <laughs> Yeah, because I don't know which ones now. you are. I'm confused. I'm so I'm just judging based on your guys' reaction, I'm whoever's hearing. Okay. I'm, I'm, are you good, Jordan? I'm sort of good okay. now. Well, then I'm stick good. to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sort of uh, good enough, work. Thank you. What was I going to say? Uh, dude, I, I don't s- know what you were going to say. I can, like, I can't not uh, empathize because that's impossible for you. Pretty much, exactly. I can't not. No, no, no. I can empathize, but I can empathize with you as well because I understand that idea, that, that sort of. Basically, you both have good you points. You understand the struggle. Like, I'll, I'd like to hear Ali's point more in descriptively, but I do understand yours to too. Mean, like, if you were if you were born Eurasian, you've just won the genetic lottery. Yeah, yeah that's Jordan's true. point of they, view. They always have no, that's the true. biggest gripes. And, 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 and like, he said it pretty well when it's just like, attractive and I speak English because it's like, dude, like, you, 
you know, you've got your legs and you're not a beggar in India. Like, come on. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, like, it's, technically speaking, anything when you're not a beggar in India is is a good deal. <laughs> I mean, the funny thing is I conflated that to my life of like a bit of the North Shore, a bit of the Inner West, and even I'm in like, it's hard. So I'd be a bit of a hypocrite uh, saying that there aren't justified points. What? Do you, do, do, how do you feel as a half Scot, half Croat? Does it keep it you up at night? That, that, yeah, yeah, that's it really not the keeps same. me up at night. So what, <laughs> so what is an example? You have to be... Is that because they're too- uh, So like ang- the fact that Jordan's half Croat, half Scottish- They're technically different whenever tribes. Someone, whenever someone looks at Jordan or whenever someone speaks with Jordan, mm. there's never the assumption that he's not Australian. And because of like the way right. you see, but if you're half, if you're Eurasian or mm. like whatever, if you can be half, anyone that ever speaks with you or even if they're not mentioning it, it's in your head. There's like this thing because it's, it's out there. Like when people meet me, they will say, for example, um, where you're from. Right. And, uh, that is completely acceptable in my case for one, I don't have an Australian accent. So that makes sense. Also, I'm not like insecure about the fact that I'm a Paki because I'm a full, I'm like, why I'm a legit an immigrant. Yeah, right? Why so, would you be? Yeah. No, but like people that are born here or people that are half caste would have issues with that because but then do, they'd be but like. Isn't that knocked out pretty quickly when uh, the accent comes up? So for instance, if a Eurasian speaks Australian, I'm just kind of like, ah, I just assume I don't ask them. I'm like, but hey, like, yeah. I bet you, if you, if you ask them, uh, irrespective of what accent they have, they would have been asked questions or like, oh, where are you from true, kind of thing. True, true, Which true. is, no one's asking that with bad intention. At no, no point is anyone going like, oh, you're not, you're half Chinese. That means you've got to fuck off. No one is saying that. They're just generally just curious. They Well, you know, I cop that with my name though. Yeah, you would. So there's like a- It's annoying. I'm like, I don't like it that much. Imagine if like your name was always on your face. Well, look- Meaning new people, it pretty much is. I mean, yeah, but also his name is on his face. This is more a gripe with my parents. It's like, I look, you know, like you said, I just could have called me something simpler, you stupid aces, but it's my crush to bear. What was your brother's name? I forgot, sorry. Goran. Goran. I'd just be like, thankful that your name isn't Goran. Why? That's, he would because love that Goran. sounds like a Neolithic caveman's name. It's also... There's probably like, I don't know, 20,000 Gorons in this country. <laughs> and you couldn't even- Yeah. How many Mislavs are there? Like two? Just you. No, I know a few. Do you? But what are I'm, they like? Are they exactly like you? One's a massive kickboxer. <laughs> that like semi-professional Down the line. Kickboxer. You can't tell the difference. And uh, actually maybe it's just one. Yeah, that guy. Massive, so yeah. Basically both are variations of a Chechenian fighter. But like- dude, Mislav to me sounds like- the Hallmark card brand in Croatia. Like a really nice cuddly name. I mean, that's very nice, but like I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy is what I'm saying. And like, I kind of do- You wouldn't wish Mislav on your worst enemy? No. Do you have a worst enemy? No. Oh, that painter from Perth. So you yeah. wish that his name wasn't Mislav? Was. Huh? Was. Wait, I wouldn't wish it on my worst. He really enemy. hates his oh, name. That's just an exaggeration. Well, and you couldn't even take it so literally. All I'm saying is- Yeah, but I'm just trying to see how much you hate it. Well, I don't even know. A lot. He's a, mentioned a, a it lot. several times. Oh, yeah, you're right. I think five of the podcasts have been about this. Yeah. yeah. Do you, do you, I, okay, can I ask you a question? Do you hate, what do you hate more? The fact that mislove is like an uncommon name so people can't spell it or maybe, I don't know, maybe can't pronounce it or the fact that everyone thinks it's M-I-S-S-L-O-V-E? Take your pick. Equally is fucking annoying. Really? Yeah. 
Oh, okay. But it's more the explanation. And you couldn't even, even pull off an Ali. You, if you, your your hey, Sherry, Ali. your last name is Bella Bragic, so you could be like, hello, I don't you know call what? me Miss Love, call me Bella Bragic. I like, I like, I can handle Meese. I Bill like, boy. I like Meese. Yeah, that's mad, and that's kind of like saved it for me. I'm like, I still don't know what wrong, what's wrong with Billy Bridges. But also, just like oh, a half cast uh, Eurasian kid that's going through an identity crisis. I will give you the same advice. It's all in your head, Miss Love. Like people, <laughs> I genuinely think your name is cool and I'm not saying this. But the thing is- I feel- Once you get to know, okay, when Jordan first mentioned your name, I thought it was Miss Love and I was like, what kind of name is that? And then I was like, okay, what was your name? But yeah. once you go over that, you're like, actually, it's kind of a cool name. Yeah. I mean, look, it's cool. He's got your name, Miss. It's cool. Thank you. It's cool when like I know someone, but- Short of that, it's always this strange feeling. I, I just think like particularly, I'm a big fan of like, if you move to a country, how about you fucking try to, the last name's always there champ. So how about you try to assimilate somewhat, you know, like help their chances along. So it just like, that shits me. I said but, I buy so your, your name, the name team. Yeah, you want it to be team or like Dan. <laughs> yeah. Dude, fuck Tim and Dan, miss love any day. Do you want to hear something way yeah. funnier? And another common name is Tomislav. And even, that's way more common in Croatia. And in Croatia, it, they just shorten it as Tom. <laughs> <laughs> it's so retarded. It's like parents. Why, yeah. why is it like embarrassing that your no, name is, is kind emba- of unusual? What's the- No, what? it's not embarrassing. I don't get embarrassed by much. It's more just like, this is what's annoying about it. It's like, less so now, because I literally don't care, but like, especially in my twenties and stuff, when you're meeting new people, it's like almost like I might as well, or it feels like, felt like I might as well be like, hello. And like introducing myself in like a, in a ballroom frock and being like, yes, darling. And then just being like, whoa, okay. You're compensating. What is your deal? Just like stick, every, you just stick out. Like every time that it's sort of like, ah, oh, so- why are you so special? Are you, are you a fuckwit? And I was just like, yeah, dude, I don't, yeah, I'm a fuckwit. I'm a dude, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't my choice. But you gotta like, you gotta love, you gotta, you gotta like love it a little bit beyond that. Like after, I don't okay, I'll give you an anymore. example. I don't care anymore. When I first- do you think that, Look, now I'm thinking about it. Do you hate it because it sounds like a girl's name? No, I hate it because oh. it sounds fucking- Fall, but like it's ethnic. Like, I think it's the most ethnic name on earth. It could be, you're it could right. Be actually, I'm not going to deny like it. Actually, is a close second. I'm actually tripping out right now thinking about my name. I never think about it. I'm like, damn, it is retarded. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. No offense. No, it is. But it is completely fucking retarded. I like a lot of retarded things. Yeah, you do. You so, like it. Yeah. It's kind holy of not. shit, you're the limp biscuit of friends for me. <laughs> Look, the thing is, I, I almost think about it as just like a burden that the Lord threw upon me. Like that, have you heard that uh, Johnny Cash song? It's just like, boy named Sue. And yeah. how do you do? And yeah. You know that those lyrics and the lyrics are sort of like, if I ever met the man that called me Sue, I'll knock him in the face. And then the, the lyrics are just kind of like, I called you Sue because you catch you blue, dicka dicka do. And it was like, it was like uh, the lyrics were like, Made you tough and made you wild and made you grow up with a with a hinker in your back. So essentially saying like, I called you Sue because you have to fight every person you meet. So now you're tough. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying I'm like that, but it's just like, 
the only way I can justify it in my head is just like, actually, okay, I'll, I'll die one day. And, uh, I'm sure God's master plan. <laughs> That's your comfort. You're basically starving in Russia. I am. And I can just, and One miss, day I don't I mind. can have old couscous I want. And also, and, and also I don't mind miss because it's like, it's yes. kind of, it could easily be a nickname of like an Aussie kid. It's like, I have, I have mates whose names are like, uh, like that's how you comforted yourself as a child, didn't you? Like, well, if you think about it in this angle, if you say it with your tongue twisted, it kind of sounds like no, nah, more like a few Michelle, years ago, more like a few years ago. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Damn, man. But um, yeah, and like you said that you didn't have any childhood wounds. <laughs> no, I didn't have. Any, well, he's dude, just wound is clearly wound. he has a childhood cross, and that's why he wears the cross. No, there was no. The irony of it all is that, like, especially growing up. Never got paid out for it. Like kids, I think are just sort of like they get. They might have been entertained for like a minute, and then they'll just sort of like, I don't. Let's play handball. So it was never. The joke's too easy. That's the other thing. With oh no, Miss I heard Love, there was definitely it's too easy. There was definitely. But I also give. I was confused by his name for probably a year. <laughs> I thought I it was a nickname. I thought his name was a nickname. Yeah, I don't. No I don't. I don't it's not offensive. I don't blame you at all, dude. I'm I'm harshest on myself. Like nothing you can say could like honestly like it doesn't offend me because like uh, I'm 30 years old. I've witnessed everything. No, like yeah. it, it never. Like if someone was like your name's stupid, it would take it would take a person with a very soft you know skin to be like hey, oh my god yeah dude sorry sure. soft skin reminds me I was like talking to my girlfriend and I was trying to convince her why. Okay, hear me out before you judge All me, right, okay? Here we go. Focus I, was trying to, I was trying to convince her. Oh, sorry. Before you go on, Ali, mm-hmm. if anybody, much like how they made that portrait of John Barillaro dressed as Super Mario, if you can do the same of Ali <laughs> covered in rose petals. <laughs> oh, he, we, dude, we can message you. Someone sent a meme like that ages ago, didn't they? Yeah, they yeah, did. No, they no, did, but they I did. want like a nice Renaissance period photo yeah. of that. Maybe a goose or a swan in the background. But I there has to be that. a lot of rose petals in there. Yeah. And we can't afford to take the photo. I'm sorry. I'm not spending <laughs> 10 grand on that photo. 10 grand. I love it. But continue on, Ali. Yeah, so I was trying to convince my girlfriend that um, how in Pakistan when we were growing up, we used to like regularly call kids that were kind of on the spectrum retards. Mm-hmm. And again, welcome, but to here, welcome to Australia. Hear, hear me out before, and because she did the same thing. Well, there's nothing here. Right? I know we were brought up on that. No, no, but like, but, but what I'm saying is that, well, she's younger than me, so she was not brought up right. on saying that okay. at all. Okay, and I still uh, say that. Is that bad? <laughs> I still. It's things. not. Well, this is this is how I'm gonna say. Like, right. so she was saying, wait, so you would call kids on the spectrum retards? I was like, first of all, we didn't know spectrum existed. We knew that you were a retard or you weren't a retard. If you were a retard, you were drooling and you were like severely handicapped and you weren't able to verbally communicate in our stupid little kid head. That's what retard was. If you were on the spectrum, even though we would call you a retard, we didn't actually think you were a retard. Yeah, dude, and Bill- the fact that like the kid on the spectrum would not get offended because he knew because he's thinking of the retard, like he, his version of retard is the same as ours. So he's like, okay, I'm definitely not that. So this is a joke. And we would never say retards, to actual retards. Yeah, like if you were like 
physically like they're, they're, if you were like you know what I'm saying when but I you say, remember the Louis C.K. <laughs> joke you remember the Louis C.K. joke yeah I do remember the Louis C.K. I mean that's just it's just the same being, thing yeah. yeah like the Louis C.K. joke just being like they just change the definition and then one is not allowed it's yeah. like the word the language police I'm just, saying it's more offensive to like be constantly mindful of people on the spectrum and being like changing your behavior or your words based on that when we used to call them retards we legitimately thought they were the same as us yeah, you were comfortable in, enough, dude. It's endearing. Well, I don't. I, just know. Had a, I never even thought about this. You know why all this policing is really annoying? <laughs> what? I can't believe I've never even put this two and two together before. Because of freedom of speech. No, it's not it. because of freedom of speech. It's the fact that the person that is policing you, you know, is just being a massive hypocrite. Why? Mm. There's an underlying thing of you're not in a position to moralize. Like, where do you work again? You work at fucking Grady Union. Like, I, I really don't think that you've really achieved enough in life to sit there and lecture other people. But who is... That's the thing that's actually really annoying about they're not it. It's penning just this it. language policing thing. Huh? They're not penning it. Who Who is deciding... Who are the culture police? Who decides this? Is it culture as a whole? Or is it's just it- like, look, Ali has gone through his entire life going, yeah, that guy's a retard. That was just the word that they used. Hey, him and me. That's, yeah. yeah, all of us. Our yeah, generation. We were using it as an insult. Yeah. And so, and you know what? My mum was language policing me my entire childhood and so I never used retard until I was a lot older and it had the reverse effect. So I'm telling you, if you're a parent, this is a little pro tip. Let them say retard and faggot a lot when they're 10. Otherwise, you'll Because otherwise out. you will be a 30-year-old man and someone says spastic and you're like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> True. Never give her the but opportunity. So what you're saying is like if... You, uh, if if you're in a position, or in life, or in a job that is just like, you know, essentially like, whatever, I don't know, like, janitor, mm. you you don't you you can't comment on the zeitgeist or, basically, right? Yeah. Yeah. What? I think that's 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 basically it. It's just <laughs> he's getting more authoritarian no, by yeah, moralizing. With every he, subscriber, his <laughs> change, views are changing. Power grows. <laughs> what did you say? His power grows. Yeah. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. I love it. Um, nah, you can be a janitor that can say whatever the fuck you want, but just make sure it's not stupid. <laughs> don't be. Make sure it's not stupid. <laughs> that's a no, bit. Yeah. No, the political correctness thing. Oh, far out. I can't believe I've just cracked the code of what <laughs> should have been cracked in 2016. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you. It was just it just clicked off in my head just then the fact that they're sitting there being like, mm, "Is this okay? Is this not okay? Why do you care about that kind of moralizing stuff? Mm. This you don't have your fucking life together in the first place. It, it is like, and I think a broader look. My the thing. My gripe. Well, that is a good point. That's a profound point. That's the Jordan Peterson point of like the look inwards rather than outwards all the time. But for me, yeah, that's the thing. It's it's like if you are looking outwards for something as small as the words people use. First of all, like your your mind is too insular to even be a good person in the first place. Like you clearly haven't thought about the world enough. If that's what's annoying you. Or like thought of it that's in a what, very. Fuck, I've never really clicked why that pisses that, that, me off. That doesn't that doesn't annoy me as much as like why not Gavin McInnes's point of like they the Second Amendment say the First Amendment no is not being protected. Ah. <laughs> of course, the brown guy has to pipe up. I mean, straight away it's like dude, shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> talking about bald eagles. Sorry, I like him. Um, <laughs> 
no, dude. Um, the thing. The freedom of speech stuff. Right? No, no. The, it, this they are declaring a war on funny stuff and fun. They're declaring a war on fun and comedy. And what are the yeah. first things to go in a free society? Entertainment and comedy. And that's what they're doing. They're like, you can't laugh at that. Can't can laugh at that. I understand there has to be some sort of line. Well, not really in comedy, actually. You can just leave. Um, that's 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 the line. You leave if you don't like it. But like, that's the thing that gripes me. It's just like you can't be you can't uh, you can't be funny. Anyway, I don't know how we got onto that. <laughs> nah, but I no, mean, it was you can. Just because Ali was talking about this, Ooh, yeah, is it okay to say Richard? Yes. No, it's I'm not. Fine saying, to say I'm Richard. not asking. This is I'm the whole point. You. Ali, I can guarantee is better than anybody who tries to chastise him for saying that. But see, this is the Ali's problem. A good dude. But this is the problem with like postmodernism and sort of objective reality. People, people would say. Your your position is completely arbitrary. If you're a janitor, or if you're a or if you're a president, you're equally as your opinion is equally as valid in terms of the culture, which I don't necessarily. But it's not even about your rank or position. Like, that was just like a crude way of saying it. It's just the very fact you're getting annoyed by that. Right. That right, shows but... that you're low ah, status. It yeah. really does because big status people don't have time to care that somebody said a word. They they're not thinking about that. But you know what? They're thinking that, about big things. That is a good point. But if that is the case, it is very worrying because a huge proportion of the population does not only gets angry about it. They, it's, it's like the, the you're listening to the Isaac Butterfield podcast. We will be right <laughs> know, back yeah, 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 with shitting on more Karens and more lefty crazy nuts. <laughs> All right, say some pro style and shit, and we'll keep going. <laughs> no, 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 I'm enjoying it, but I'm just saying, like, this is this you know, is. Jimmy Jinx, so- I was actually not here today, uh, so he just replaced it with the B team, Friendly Geordies, which, let's be honest, I, we, Friendly Geordies is the B team of Australia. Isaac is the A team. <laughs> they, these guys can't just like pen that stuff. You're like, wait a sec, I'm the guy that's angry at bicycles. No, 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 I'm not. That's not just for you, my friend. That's for everybody. <laughs> like, it's it's annoying that they have just been. It's like. Ben Shapiro and like, you know, you, you can sort of expand these ideas. They, don't, they didn't copyright them. Yeah, the usual suspects. Yeah. They made a living out of you. Yes. Like at the right, like they were like your Ben Shapiro. Jordan Peterson is slightly different because Jordan Peterson is an intellectual. So I feel like Jordan Peterson would have made it at any point what he would, would have you come. Call, what would you call Shapiro? Shapiro is like a typical example of a guy who would filled a void. Would you call him an intellectual? Void. Intellectual? Uh, I wouldn't call him an intellectual, but I would say he's smart. He's not a stupid man by any means, no. but he's not an intellectual. Jordan Peterson's an intellectual. Yeah. He thinks about anyway. So like uh, these guys just like capitalized on the at the market, right time. On the market, there was a huge market. Yeah, um, that they feel. That's why Chomsky was talking about this. He was saying that these people have existed throughout history. Uh, sort of just a town cry. Yeah, really, what he is is a like propaganda. the Rush Limbaugh fans yeah. and shit, right? I mean, he has some good points, but generally I or can understand. propagandists do. Yeah, true. But they took over the dark web. What do propaganda- All of those old guys who were uh, catering to that, maybe Alex Jones was there from the beginning he on was. the internet. He was, but a lot of so these- unfair. He should be, yeah. Anyone should be the intellectual dark web, it's him. First of all, he's only accessible in the dark web now. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but he's the smartest one out of all of them. He is, yeah. Way more intelligent than any of them. But just because just I'm curious, you said propagandists do make good points. Would you say propagandists in that case, by definition, 
they make good points, but they conflate them and they sort of. Uh, That's the point. Expand like. Uh, add fiction in fa- in fact. Or you something? can add fiction, but honestly, What's the that? most effective propaganda is true. So how, then it's not propaganda. Yeah, that's it a, is. That's a, by definition, it's a fact. Propaganda used to be a neutral term. It just used to mean making your case. Right, but would it's you become a dirty word and it's become sullied. No, would you say it's still that? It is yeah, just making your case. Yeah, it, it's well, absolutely it just doing that. Any information is propaganda. Sure, but like there's a definition. There, there's the a ministry of propaganda. There's a difference yeah, be between called that. Yeah, but there's a difference between an opinion and a fact. It might be blurred, but you know, especially when it comes to like stats no, and but science this is the whole and thing data. That you just really like. I'm trying to stress this to my audience right now with this Sydney Morning Herald video. What I can't believe subjective. that I haven't. No, no, but it's the selection of facts. So everything that the news presents, or anything that anyone like, okay, even the fact that the Liberals last election were saying, you know. I don't know. Bill Shorten is going to introduce a housing tax. I mean, it's not true, but it's not untrue. Mm, it's vague enough. It's based on something that if if Bill Shorten has to answer that question, he has to spend more than a word responding to it. That's effective propaganda. So if you just said, Bill Shorten, are you going to introduce uh, – are, are you going to make like a city under the sea, right? His response is just like, no, that's the end of that. But it's like, are you introducing a housing tax? And he's just like, well, it's not actually a tax. And so he admitted it, you know. Yeah. yeah. That's what and that, that would be understandable coming from the Liberal Party because they're the opposition. But if your entire news media is completely omitting all of the other shit and is only keeping the fact that there's going to be a house tax, then that's fucked. Okay. And that is like a propaganda society. Okay, well, what would you say propagandists <laughs> are useful and moral? Or can they be? Yeah, they can be. They can definitely do a lot of good if need be. Right. Because, yeah, I've never thought about it that way. Because propaganda is always just like lies. But if, you, if, if you're if you sort of No, propaganda facts, is an argument. Yeah. So, so, so it's almost like you're picking facts and from how you, how you compose those facts to, to make an argument is quote unquote propaganda. But I mean- that can, that's not they're, not, they're not lies. No. They're like- You're selling a colors, story. Colors almost, different shades. Yeah. All propaganda is selling a story, but that's what but everything is. That's some, what all effective communication is. Yeah, it is. But old school propaganda, it's like Stalin shit lied, surely. Like Putin hey, lied. Hey, but hey, did hey, he mind really your lie? language. He had planes and Fuck shit. Off. The jury's Sorry? still he out. planes and thousands of soldiers. Yeah. And he was that tall. <laughs> as tall as <laughs> the tallest man on earth. Okay, fine. Putin. He's, yeah. What about him? As a, I would assume that his media is fraudulent rather than obfuscating. No, they, it's just lies. There's a difference between, is, this is what I'm saying. This is, I assume there's a difference between Putin's media landscape and like Tucker Carlson's. See, I don't think that there's that much of a difference. Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying, sorry, sorry, I know this is important, but like, are you saying that Putin is wrong and Tucker's right? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, I'm saying, I assume that Tucker would, would be, I'm trying to stink. He's saying that all propaganda is just different stories. And I'm saying, surely there's examples of propaganda that is outright, outright lies. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah there it is. definitely is. Right. But you can that's not full- effective propaganda. Effective propaganda plays on a truth or an underlying fear in society or, or, a wide, or it taps into a widespread belief. So, for instance, 
us, Ali and I constantly taking the don't shit on China all the time line. Yeah. We're really fighting an uphill battle there. There is no point doing it. It's just there's Why? such a tide against it. Right. Because it's the meta-narrative at the moment. Yeah. So it is really just like saying communism isn't that bad in the 50s. Yeah. Even making that point, you're just going to be drowned out with contempt and Okay. Hate. It's like right. trying to fucking put water out through a bucket on a sinking ship. Like there's yeah. water coming yeah. from everywhere. You're not going to be able to do it. You're going to yeah. be fast. Unless you've got your entire fucking army that's doing it with you, you're yeah. not going to make any dent here. But what's that got to do with uh, – what do you, what's your point? My point is that that propaganda is based on true things. So what are they doing? Constantly focusing on the Uyghur, prop- uh, the Uyghur problem. They're constantly focusing on their military expansion in the South China Sea. Uh, they're they're focusing on the fact that they're increasing their military budget. They're focusing on the fact that they're putting in trade tariffs on other countries. But then they're not looking at the context like America does this too. Yes, they're not looking at the context of America does this too. They're not looking at the context of why they're putting in the trade tariffs or why they're expanding their military budget. What's pushing them like two years ago they weren't doing it. And it's America, right? So what's changed? Well, as in like what's causing it? Well, yeah, the rivalry between America and China is like the main... So, 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 but, the, yeah. but it's still not true. It's still not not true. It's just they're focusing on those right. facts. So it's like, and that's why it's effective. Yeah. Because, oh, damn, you're blowing my mind right now. You're blowing my mind. It's almost like the, it's almost like the difference between making a really sharp, poignant sentence that's like, whoa, boom, boom, one, two, punch, and like Chomsky, that's sort of like you're falling asleep. And you're like, what? Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm listening, you know. <laughs> Chomsky's correct, but like Trump's entertaining, I guess, as a yeah. super random example. I'm just saying like, that's an interest. I've never thought about it that way. It's like, yeah, they're not lying about those points, but they're not explaining the context. No. It's easier just it's to- the metaphor that I'm always using about the mainstream media, which is that it's a giant magnifying glass. And so and that's what scares me about it. It just highlights facts, but it highlights inane facts. And so, mag- for instance, in the SMH article, did a 27-minute video outlining corruption. Their response was, he swore in it. He said this in a podcast two years ago. It has nothing to do harassment with- harassment comment claims, like bullshit. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, just yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah. And, like, it's not- it's not not true. I did say that yeah. sentence, but, it's but com- they've taken out the entire context of the podcast yeah. and focused it on that one yeah. sentence. So it's, it's just completely devoid of anything. Fucking terrifying. Yeah. And yeah. then there's that. Then there's and that. And he did rape people, but that's not the point. Yeah, but, but that was the point I was getting <laughs> to. Their minds. He did not. Jesus, please don't cut that. Yeah, yeah. Someone will. Someone will. Each friend has admitted sexual um, harassment. And oh, also, Jordan and, short. And also, don't you think that uh, just to go back to the point I was saying, like refuting an argument takes longer, much longer than the argument. And then in a way, when you put yourself in the back foot and have to defend yourself, it's like guilty by association. Well, this is the trick of the press. And this is why I'm so grateful that we live in this day and age, because if I was smeared back then, and it was just the Sydney Morning Herald, first of all, there would be no other outlet. So it'd just be much more powerful because it would have been a much more concentrated voice. The second thing is they do this. They find something really compromising, something difficult and hard to explain, like the Luke Foley comments where I was taking like an entire, not a whole podcast, but, you know, 10, 15 minutes to explain the point. Yeah. They condense that to one sentence. They find the raciest sentence they can and they're just like, boom, explain yourself 
in a sentence. It's impossible. It doesn't matter. Whatever you say to that, yeah. you are going to seem guilty. That's what I'm saying. And guilty they're going to put it in a position to make that seem as damning as possible. Whatever your response is. Fuck, that's – dude, this is the first time I've really understood this in my life. How fucked would you be if you weren't living in – but then again, probably if you weren't living in this day and age, you wouldn't be who you are anyways. What do you mean? As in, like, he would have never been successful enough for the Sydney Morning Herald to write an article on him. Well, the net's great. True. The only other the way he could great. have done that is maybe be a union boss. Yeah. yeah. And they just wouldn't have the same power. It's like, like, You're blowing my mind right now because I've always thought as propaganda as, like, fraudulent outright right, lies. Like, let's say, like, China's or whatever. Like, you know, not just China. Like, anyone that's, like, got a... Well, this is the whole thing. When I was in the China Daily video, right, everybody was sitting there saying, this is propaganda. But the only difference is that China's propaganda hasn't gone through the free market. And that's the true evil nature or genius nature of what the free market is because China's propaganda is sort of like what our propaganda would have been in the 20s. There's just been no competition against it because it just has this entire monolith state supporting it. So it doesn't need to keep improving itself. It doesn't need to get more sophisticated. So when you see it, it's just like, attention, dear citizens, <laughs> the grand country is under attack by an e like dragon from the east known as the US, right? Like uh -huh. it speaks like that, right? <laughs> and it's like funny. And like we see it and we just think, duh, propaganda, fuck, I'm smart. Anyway, back to watching Channel 9, which has Peter Overton saying, the Chinese Communist Party just released a video damning the Australian government. Here's what Aspie has to say, but we're not going to explain who the fuck Aspie is or what their intentions are or who they get money from. Yeah. We're just going to let them speak. I would really... That's what happens yeah. here, right? Like, it's yeah. just, it's subtle. It's more sophisticated, it's more sophisticated. style of propaganda. Uh, how Again, can I Chomsky's done, like, great work on just this topic, how he differentiates between Soviet propaganda and American yeah. propaganda. How can I... How can I, I Damn, wanna, does he? I want to see that. Yeah, yeah. It basically, he's making exactly what your point is, that uh, in the Soviet Union, there's no need to have a sophisticated propaganda model because it's obviously uh, a lot less free society. He was saying in freer society, you need to have a sophisticated propaganda model because you can't overtly tell them lies. Mm. Mm. So it's basically just that. It was like, and it's a need-based thing. It was like it's it's based on your need. If you if Soviet Union's need, if if it was a freer society, you would have to develop the same kind of sophisticated propaganda. Well, I don't even see what this function of propaganda is in these societies. What's the point? Why do they even have news there? In Soviet Union, well, that's the other point that uh, to make the Soviet appear. propaganda is less effective because people listening to it don't buy it, whereas like people in the US do buy do it. Do buy it. That was also one yeah. of the points that he was talking about. And that's the point that I'm always talking to you about, myself, and you say that, uh, you know, the cultural stuff I'm on board with, with it comes to Gavin McInnes. But the, the, that, that's all just marketing and branding. They're but, all selling pretty much the same message. But it's I, just yeah. that they have these few cultural different points. I would just love for you to debate Gavin McInnes because, like, <laughs> that would be dude, so annoying. But I wouldn't even want to debate Gavin McInnes. I'd just be like, dude, I'm a massive fan. You're a fucking funny And color. you would yeah, want to just like, crack jokes with the guy. Would Why like would you want to, like... But I'd just like to hear he legitimately hear his argument because Jordan is a very But what what's his argument to that? I, I don't, don't even know, know if he'd I disagree with that. Well I don't I don't I don't know either. I don't know either. I he'd probably say wait in terms of in regards to that point, he'd probably say something like what, like uh Look, he'd probably agree. Wait, wait, wait. He'd no, probably no. agree. But like do you know what he would say? He's like uh 
Well, that, that might be true or whatever, but like, would you want to live in one of these less exactly. free societies exactly. that you're talking about? Would you want to live in and the then Soviet Jordan would Union? Say yes. Yes. Get like I'd steel yes. poles in your ass and yeah. work in gulags? Do you hate living in your Bondi or Zetland place? Yeah. Do you really yes. hate that so much? That's what his line of argument no, is. Which yeah. again, he's not wrong. But oh, but he's focusing on like a very narrow thing, which is not in debate. He's not yeah. refuting the other points. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. He would say, but that, that would be his line of argument. Or dude, or he would yeah. just, or he would just be like, because you know what his opinion is. He thinks Fox is too lefty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's funny. He's a funny man. How would you debate that man when he I says shit like that? I don't just know. You can't debate from that point. Because you would just be like, stop killing me. <laughs> Did you want to hear the funniest thing? What about one of these uh, old uncles, uh, my girlfriend's uncle? He's like this... Hey, look, let's just admit, he was he's kind of a semi-racist man, but he's funny as shit. Australian? <laughs> yeah, Australian. And um, the microphone said something like, um, oh, and then I dropped it on the floor. And then he was like, floor? It's the ground. This is the problem that you have in these public schools when you were too many Asians. <laughs> What? <laughs> I swear. Floor and ground. What does that got to do with Asians? He's, he's, like, he's like, cause you hang out with too many Asians. You don't know English anymore. Dude. You say <laughs> saying floor when you're supposed to say ground. Dude, there is a big distinction here. Floor inside, ground outside. Done. Ah, uh, right. Yeah, yeah, he's got us there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What an no, expert. but that's what yeah, he I never was knew saying. that. Thank you for teaching me something. That is true. <laughs> Yeah, take that to the bank. Cash it. So, and he um, would love Gavin. <laughs> yeah. so, when, when I, so, so when I say I like the cultural stuff, what you're saying is like it's the same shit. Comes in a package is what he's saying. I mean, when I say the cultural stuff, I, look, I think Gavin would no, actually agree No, I'm not even saying, you. yeah, look, it does definitely come in a package. He would agree with But you. I'm just saying that you are buying into the propaganda model. No, I... Because like, it, but propaganda s- is—it's just all about focus, That's dude. It. I don't think Channel Nine is fucking objective news. I think that newspapers are trash. But most of the country thinks ABC is. When I, in and my opinion, is. Channel Nine is less dogmatic than the ABC, right? Because it's more overt again. Because it has to succumb to some free market principles that the ABC doesn't. ABC can literally just toe a Soviet-style propaganda line. Wait, but you like that commie shit. Well, I like commie shit. I don't like the model that the commies use. I like the the commie policies, but not the way they control their population. See, this is how you and I differ, Ali. <laughs> you, you thought it was yeah. mad. <laughs> I like the control. I Damn. don't like the policy. So you... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you mean you don't like the control? I do not like the society not to be free. Right, 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 right. Uh, the whole point of like initial commie struggles was to how to make society free. And yeah, it got like fucking crazy. And do you mean, do, became- you think, do you think, okay, here's a fucking, do you think that freedom is just like a, uh, what's the word? Like a utopian ideal that's even possible? Because every society is going to have a media, uh, landscape and naturally it's not even that human beings lie and most human beings are shit people and they're greedy right i mean yeah you can't not avoid propaganda but it is like a society's responsibility to ensure that we minimize it but I would have as thought, much as possible. But I would have thought the ABC would have been like more fair and balanced. You think Nine. that, but they're not. Because and Jordan's like made a career because out of it. Let's just watch any of his videos. Because they're funded by the government. Yeah, they're funded by the government. 
And as much as like Australians like to believe that the government is just funding it and there's no control, that is not true. The government is controlling. And I'm not saying, okay, I'm not saying that a political, this is where Jordan and I might differ, but like, I'm not saying that a political party is controlling the ABC. So it's not that just the liberals are yeah. controlling the ABC, but the, but the ABC is controlled by the political establishment. I don't think you are a commie. <laughs> no, well, I'm not a commie in that traditional sense, yeah, but- yeah, yeah. But, but basically, the uh, so so the ABC can talk about how franking credits are good or bad. There's 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 no issues over but there. They are still getting their but, money. Well, it from. doesn't even matter where they're getting their money from. But that's an issue. That's a partisan. So the Liberal Party or Labour Party, yeah. whoever, whatever the spectrum, yeah. there's a disagreement. If there's a spectrum, if there's a disagreement on in the political spectrum, the ABC can talk about it. But. If there's something that you shouldn't be saying, so for example, like, uh, yeah, maybe we should like uh, not, uh, the China shit. Mm. You, th there's no way the ABC has any room for that kind of stuff. In the but last three years, show me one article. ABC comes up with articles daily. Show me one article that isn't is complimentary that more, of China in any which way. Isn't that more just, just even as an op -ed. zeitgeist though? Isn't that more just the zeitgeist No, it's been told to you to do it. They've been given instructions to do this. By the government. By the the political establishment, which is heavily dependent on the political establishment of the US, where, where that dictation is coming from. There's just absolutely no room in the ABC then, for that. Then, on then, Channel 9, yeah. let's say tomorrow Jordan gets even more popular, right? Let's say his, his uh, subscribers go from like 500,000 to 10 million, unheard of for an Australian. Mm. Channel 9 is going to bend over backwards. or All of these channels are going to bend over backwards to hire him. And if he says- No, it, they won't. They definitely won't. No, he's done too We'd much. like, think about it, man. Like the Channel 9 is owned by Peter Costello. There is yeah. no way that they're going to do that. In like Two City Morning Herald's detriment- they are never, ever going to pay me a compliment. Hmm. It's because I'm against their interests. Like the whole point is like, yeah, look, they have commercial interests that they need to put into their, like that. that's just another filter that they have to deal with. But they also do have the filter that the Australian government has, which is that they are owned by someone who, who wants that megaphone for power. Like no one gets into media and doesn't want to be a, a Rupert Murdoch. Yeah. They all want control of the narrative. So they will sacrifice profit because there's other ways that they can make profit, like fucking you know, footy and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, and plus right? if you want to make a lot of profit, you wouldn't even get into media anyways. There's like exactly. other way more profitable. I in mean, fact, there's no is mostly a loss that business. Peter Costello became like a big wig in Channel 9. He wanted to be there so he could control the message. I guess that's true, but there is something... I would still argue slightly more sinister about the ABC. And I'm not trying no, yeah, to single no, no, out no, the, no, ABC, no, the ABC, just like the worse. government propaganda the ABC model. is worse than commercial television. Yeah, but why is some, it worse? Because it's just so much more dishonest. It's so much more underhanded. And something that actually freaks me out the other day is, apparently people have been coming up about the Gladys Berejiklian stuff, right? Because the whole narrative in the press with the Gladys Berejiklian thing is that she was just uh, treated by some man that was keeping her down and we've all been in that situation where we, especially women, no, in fact, only women, women have had it really bad over the years with bad men. That was what happened. Bad men. That was uh, the, the message that they were sending. The reality of the situation is she excused corruption. Her partner, we, we have it on phone, was telling her that she's doing fucking things that are corrupt and she was just saying, I don't need to know about that bit. She obviously knew what it was, playing dumb about it and the fact that the media allowed her to get away with it, right? 
She's gone. No, that's the whole thing. She's not gone. I'm telling you, she's gone. No, she's not. She, the first few days, the Murdoch press was hounding her, going out of guts. And and the reason for that is because they obviously like dry liberals more than they like wets and they thought, ooh, opportunity to change it with some like, you know, God botherer. And recently they just came out and changed their tune entirely. They yeah, just went I like, noticed it's ICAC's that. fault. Gladys did have it bad by, done by. How did that happen? This switch was also overnight. You know One day My, I was watching yeah. Sky News and they were shitting on it, and the next day I'm watching and they're shitting on ICAC. I'm like, huh. <laughs> yesterday <laughs> was different. So what happened over there? I'm, yeah, I'm curious too. I think that News Corp wanted Gladys Berejiklian to put pressure on the federal government for something. I don't know what, but obviously she rang up and said, what are your demands? And 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 they said, here they are. And then she just obviously came to some agreement and then the Murdoch press started backing her. And now the the New South Wales population likes Gladys Berejiklian more than they ever have in the past because they made this big sop story about it. They changed the sentiment of it. Anyway, the reason that I think the ABC is much more underhanded uh, and worse than... Uh, commercial interests is commercial interests aren't entirely honest about it. Like the AB, like I mean, fucking the Sydney Morning Herald just always advertises itself as independent, always. But you intuitively understand that it's a commercial news station, and so there's just just by the fact that it's commercial, people have some kind of inkling that there is some filter there filtering out what news is there. But the ABC has gotten away with the fact that they are just this independent news outlet that just tells it like it is. That's what's really, really devious about the ABC. Can I ask a question? But, like, also, like, just at the bottom, let's not forget, they are just a government department. I know. They're as loyal to them as, like, the tourism department. Yes. They have to tow lines. Of course. So it's just like you're depending on the wrong institution for, like, an unbiased opinion, you know. But that's but people don't understand that. Sorry, the reason that I was talking about the Gladys Berejiklian thing is I was hearing people that were like fans of mine that were shocked to hear my view on it, which is that, no, she was excusing corruption. Why? Because no other press outlet in the country pointed that out. It was just me and the New South Wales opposition. Not even federal labor did that. Federal labor abandoned that message. There was no other voice except Jody McKay, and Jody McKay has less of a voice than me. I did. You know? I did read an article on the ABC recently, just because we're shitting on them to their credit. Where um, this chick, I can't remember her name, who wrote the article, basically was making exactly the same points that we were making on the night when we recorded that Gladys podcast. All well and good. It's on the online articles on abc.com that no one reads in the first place. They always use this as the out. It's the same thing with the New York Times, where Chomsky says the New York Times always comes back and says, no, but we do talk about the genocide in Indonesia. Yeah, in one article. Yeah, yeah, Whereas the genocide in Cambodia... You know, the, you know that point where they just roll it out and it goes as far as a football field, all the articles <laughs> that they did on the genocide in Cambodia? No, I didn't yeah. know that. Well, that's, the, that's actually the, pretty much the point of, like, the Uyghurs. The, the thing that actually pisses me off about the Uyghurs thing is not – I don't even know how bad the, the actual – I don't – no one does. No, no one, one knows does. what the fuck but is going on But can I tell you something there, about just on that, on, on, like, what's happening over there? Again, this is not – 
a very I'm I'm not saying that you should believe this source, but I was just listening to an interview of Pakistan's national security advisor who isn't like some dumb fuck. He used he's a policy he used to be a policy analyst in the US. He's like a very educated man. And he was saying that I've personally been with a delegation to China because China and Pakistan are really good friends and I've been there and I've seen it. And I can tell you something, we've got no issues with what's happening over there. That's what he was saying. So according to him, this guy who believes in human rights and everything, it's not nearly as bad as Western media is putting it out. Well, that's what I hear as well. Like, you know, uh, Christo's brother is obsessed with this at the moment. And Christo's brother is woke as fuck. And Christo's brother has been doing a lot of research into it and he just thinks that it's just a complete bogey. But, you know, I, I don't know because yeah, I, we don't, don't I don't know. look into it that much, but let's just assume that the that it's exactly right and it's exactly what the mainstream press is saying. It's, ex it's the same thing as just, you know, there's good genocides and bad genocides that Chomsky's always speaking about. And the Uyghur one is highlighted because it serves the purposes of the propaganda model. But you know what else? Like if you're just going to be sitting there and being like, they're imprisoning an entire population. Yeah, well, I've got news for you. Have you ever heard of a place called Palestine? Or like, Yemen. Or like there's just so many genocides. Yeah, Palestine. <laughs> but see, isn't it amazing that Mislove can have that attitude and people aren't just going to be like, oh, my God. You they know, will, online. they will. Yeah. No, Dude, this is not the same. Like, if you just come out and say Palestine's what Ali and I have been saying right now, just be like, man, fuck the Uyghurs. And furthermore, they've had it coming for years. <laughs> you know, that, that, Don't ever that, say that even just because of the context. <laughs> well, look, Palestine is, is an issue that get, does get highlighted. But like things like the, the, the Kashmir genocide, yeah, which is happening in so India. No one fucking knows what they're going to Even the fact that there is defenders of Palestine, that's what I'm saying. I mean, sorry, th th sorry there's what? defenders of Israel. Yeah. yeah. There's so many defenders. The vast majority of the press is on the side of Israel. There's uh, a reason that. for that. Uh, maybe. Yeah, definitely. I, I, have, I have a question though. I have a question. Um, what would you two say your ideal, like uh, idealistic society would be, like a utopia? Because I feel like you guys are a little bit like- Hey, picture's worth a thousand words. Yeah, yeah, but, but I think that you guys are a bit like idealistic with this shit because I was just thinking about it now as you were talking and it's like there will never be a country that is, at least in terms of media, uh, that is, and this is kind of pessimistic, but it's true, I think, that is just going to be filled with Michael Wests and stuff, independent. Because, and the reason is, isn't just, the reason is because Channel 9 and commercial companies start and all these companies exist and the whole reason why the world goes round is because it's human nature for people to want power and money. It's human nature. You can't just be like, these people are bad, these people are good, the propaganda model. It's like, I'm sorry, generally speaking, it's like the, the evil side of humanity, power, greed. This is all, it all just comes from power and money and greed. So like what- I think that's just conditioning of our society. And but not when you go to Pakistan, so Greenland, uh -huh. like Pakistan's your fucking paradise. No, 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 yeah, yeah, that place. No, tell hey, me, the hey, place where I just felt hey. like I had. I, I, but like you most get what of the time I wanted just to have Just because their chip packets are half air doesn't mean you can pay us out. Hey, but like, no, no, no. Tell. I, I'm just <laughs> very solid chips. I'm, I want. Ugh, get over masala. I want both your answers. But you, it's like, okay, Missile. So I. Okay, Maybe this on your point of this utopian like paradise, I think what a country firstly needs 
is for it to be non-aligned in terms of any foreign policy because that is the only sort of uh, environment where you can expect a, a free media and those countries do exist like uh, countries like Norway for instance have a very independent way of looking at their foreign policy okay Norway uh, paradise in Scandinavia they no they have commercial but their commercial considerations aren't towing the line of some fucking ally that lives thousands of kilometers right. away okay. that you're depending on their navy no, that's for that's good that's I so, know, yeah, but like but leave, leave aside Norway that's north right small countries like uh, Qatar for instance, a small Arab country, completely independent foreign policy. Um, they don't toe the line with Saudi Arabia. They don't toe the line with the US. Mm. They have uh, a news um, outlet called Al Jazeera, which might not be completely unbiased <laughs> when it comes to uh, Qatari stuff. The very like That's limited Qatari stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, but it's, it's Qatar's channel. Right. And okay. it's very neutral when it looks at foreign policies. It's a state-funded channel that looks at different countries. They might not be reporting on some of the fucked up things that's happening in Qatar, but when it comes to like, but it's a foreign policy channel, so they look at everything. Um, I thought Al Jazeera were considered like hella biased, but again, that might be- But, but biased for whom? Yeah. Everyone is saying they're biased because they're, that's they're kind of saying. fucking with everyone. But that's what I'm saying. Like what the hell is being I think unbiased? It's not even possible. Yeah, well, you're right. It's not possible. But, but that's the whole thing. It's not even a thing of like who's biased and who isn't. So what is it? Because look, just, just understand. That, just, it first like of all, just because like, like I hate when people stone. always use the word biased. Every human being, just by the fact that they exist, is, is biased. biased. Yeah, but yeah. that's my point. Like yeah. it seems like you have this sort of like high in the sky idea. No, 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 no. But like, no, but what you do <laughs> is you just wear your bias on your sleeve. Be honest right. about it. That's the first step. Yeah, and also, like, what your motivation of the bias is. So, for example, yeah. like, I might have the wrong understanding. Okay, let's let's say I might have, like, a little wrong understanding. Maybe I'm completely wrong about China, right? For instance, they are fucked, and they're going to take us over, and I'm completely missing the point. And I'm arguing that, no, we should, should have a leeway for China. So that's a bias where it comes from an uninformed opinion in mm. this particular instance. Mm. But let's say I know that China is going to attack. I know that they're fucked. But it serves my interest right now not to mess with them. So I pick and choose details that support my argument. Mm. This is complete dishonesty, where I know what I'm arguing for yes. is wrong, but it serves my purpose. Yeah. Bias is acceptable when it's a genuine mistake. And now the question is, right. how do you know if it's a genuine mistake or not? That's so where like you intention. use your own judgment. So it's, yeah, so, so it's like almost like what is your if you if you come from a uh, pure intent. Intent. Yeah, like if whatever you're saying, if you truly believe in it, yeah. I'm okay with that. Even if you're wrong, yeah, because yeah. anyone could be totally, wrong, right? Totally. And everyone's biased. Yeah. But if you're saying it, so if you're saying a point, or like if you're releasing news articles, or like if Sydney Morning Herald is particularly arguing for a point of, uh, let's say, Jordan's bad and Barilaro's good. It's not that they're getting wrong the fact that Barilaro is is uh, is is not good and Jordan is is good. What they're doing is they don't want anyone to like come and mess with the political structure in that way. So they're using active dissonance where they they want to suppress this voice no, I get from that, the yeah. sheer fact of uh, that someone has the potential to raise this voice. And so, but if they were, let's say, in an alternate universe, they genuinely thought Barilaro was awesome and Jordan was a bad person. They didn't like the fact that he was using swear words in his videos. Then I'd be okay with. 
But the fact that they're mentioning swear words, it just tells you that they're just trying to malign the guy because they have other objectives. That kind so, of bias is unacceptable. So Scandinavia once again just does it right. Let's just move to Norway. <laughs> yeah. If you can handle the cold, yeah. So you're saying that everyone in Norway is just Michael West and when someone's like, I'll give you a hundred grand if you say uh, peanuts are good. They're just like, call the police. Yeah, pretty much. That's what happens, yeah. Well, that's mad. I didn't yeah. know that. I didn't know. I, I didn't think such a place existed. I thought. No, I can't remember exactly how it works, but there is some law there where you have to explain the policies of the parties running free to air. Yeah, and I heard about that. I heard about that. And then there's also. That's incredible. That, that, that in yeah. itself is incredible. And then there's. That in the- itself is incredible. But like, I think that all of that is open to manipulation. I really don't know yeah. why it's worked out so well for Norway. I, I honestly can't tell right. you. Because the leadership doesn't have like global vested interests. Mm. They're not. They're yeah. not like playing this massive chess game where they can like, hey, you can't mess with our pawn because this is a key figure in the global game. Mm. They're not playing that game, so they can like. I'm sure that there's still propaganda, uh, propagandist uh, news reporting in Norway, but it's very minimized because. Look, imagine, okay, when there was the Cold War, right? There's the Soviet Union, there's the No, US. I get it, proxies and shit. And I get so, it. I get so it. now if Soviet Union is putting out their propaganda, the US almost has to do the same yeah, thing yeah, because yeah, they're yeah, engaged yeah. in this global chess game. How but is... if you refuse to engage in the chess game, you are more likely to be free. Okay, how about this? Would you say if, uh, I don't know if it's called isolationist or, I forget what the term is, but basically if hypothetically, I know it's like impossible, but if hypothetically- uh, like international politics was restricted legitimately to borders. Like America's America. And then when they go into Canada, they're just like, well, I'm leaving town. I got no, you know, like if the world was, uh, let's say just for the, for a lack of a better term, legitimately isolated in their borders. Um, do you think propaganda would be a lot propaganda? Do you think media bias or just like, like the, basically complete bullshit corporate media would dissipate because what's the point? In terms of international reporting, yeah. it would completely dissipate. I'm not saying that that's a good thing. It'll probably create more problems. The the, the completely ISA. Well, that's a oh, different debate. Like, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. theoretically, let's say that it happens in terms of international coverage, it will be much more free than so what that, it is right now. So that All of their propaganda will be restricted national, to domestic shit. Yeah. Domestic shit. So whenever there's power involved, unless it's Norway, it's going to be... Well, no, it's not that there's power involved. If you're playing money. the power game... Yeah, but whatever. Uh, globally. I'm not talking about... Like... Okay, how about this? Fuck international uh, policy, uh, international media coverage in Australia. What about just Australia? Forget international, just to see if it's applicable. So, like, is it the same thing looking at um, media coverage in Australia about Australia? Do you know what I'm saying? Is it equally as, like... the China, well, that's the, red, the you know. that's the thing that Kevin Rudd was arguing, and I can't, oh, I don't understand why Australia doesn't have these laws. But there's something called like antitrust laws, which are in the U.S. They exist, for instance, in yeah. a, where um, it's just completely forbidden to to monopoly. create a monopoly, monopoly like that. And, and Murdoch has seventy yeah. percent or something of Australia's. More than that, eighty percent. I think eighty percent globally, and I think Kevin Rudd talks about in Queensland's print media, like virtually ninety five percent. Mm, that is okay. insane. That is just unacceptable is, kind of stuff. Insane. And it in most insane. countries, there's legislation to ensure that this situation never even arises. In, even in the states. In the states too. The only in the states, uh, the new uh, the tech uh, area because it's relatively new. These trust laws haven't come into place. But when it comes to like media, for instance, in mm. the U.S., they exist. 
Yeah, fuck. I, in fact, you're completely right. Now that I think about that, it's like- So it's just, it's unbelievable that we've allowed one man to own all news. Yeah, because it still is super powerful. Yeah, okay. Look, I just thought, yeah, I, I just kind of was like, I just had this thought of like, you know, because of human nature, sorry, but not every media outlet is going to be Michael West. But maybe it's not human but nature. But I think there's also a presumption there. I don't know if human nature is necessarily always bad. I'm not I saying it is. conditions can make it bad, but conditions can also make human nature really good. So that in itself nah, is not an excuse to be like, oh. I don't, I don't know, man. Conditions. Every Bhutanese person I've ever met is a legend. Yeah, like how how would you explain like same human makeup, you know? Just conditions are different over well, there. Everyone there are different, maybe different races of it. I mean, environment. It's it's everything. It's environment. It's you, how you were raised. It's I mean, but yeah, it is look, the it's the environment. It's the scarcity that can make you. Uh, it's a it's a big part of it. But I mean, even like the chemical compound of your brain determines the kind of person you have, and that you could say it would be the same argument for like whether- But those are outliers. Most people are not fucked in the head because of the chemical composition. Their circumstances can make fucked. them act badly. I'm not saying fucked in the head. I'm just saying, I don't know. I think it would be naive to say that all human beings don't have a capacity for evil. And it's No, not. they definitely do have capacity for evil. But it's not evil. just because of environment. But not all humans are inherently evil is what I'm saying. Not all, but most. <laughs> Some, <laughs> very, most. very few are. No, but you know what? I think it's just the fact that we live in Australia. What about, what do you mean? What? I just think that Australia, the culture here kind of just makes you, it actually encourages Jordan Peterson's point of, if you don't work on yourself, you're going to be a mildly bad person. If anything, Australia just kind of encourages you to remain a mildly bad person. Maybe. <laughs> I really think that that's what our ethos is. Mildly bad. I mean, like, you know on how a, you said we're grand not- On grand scale. Well, you know how you said, like, they're not Eve, like, would you say- most people, the Senator Goff, don't call them evil, but like they're not moral people. Who? That fucking newspaper that did the hit piece. Like you're saying like- Oh, well, look, I'm again, saying, they live in a very balkanized media landscape where they're constantly afraid of their jobs. That's making, I'm not justifying their act, but I completely understand it. And but particularly just, like, you know, if I you just, look at uh, newspapers and uh, the ones that are particularly fucked, if you look at their finances, they're usually the ones that are more physically, con uh, uh, fiscally constrained. They're the no, ones that I are having that. more issues. It just seems and like, so they, they end up like experimenting. It's just dirty work. Yeah, no, I get that. I just, I just think it might be a little naive to, to, to think you could garner a society that would eliminate like 90% of these problems. That's all. But, I but you can try to create conditions. Yes. And you should. Where and we should such a society should, right? would try to be a, as sort of Definitely. good as it can. Definitely. And look, Australia as an example. Is that, has, is also that. No, no, no. It, has, it is, but on, on a spectrum needs to be improved like a billion. There's a million, like Jordan said, like, I mean, I don't know what you meant by like to be mildly bad person, but like, um, you know, like the Murdoch, they, what, the Murdoch media uh, monopoly, all of these examples, they're fucked. I'm not disagreeing. I'm not, I'm not trying to be like Australia's perfect by any means. I'm just saying like, you got to look, like looking at the crux of this, it's like, uh, how do we fix it? But like the Norway thing, at least there's an example of it. That's just one example, Miss Love. There's several. There's just a lot that, of countries. There's Sri Lanka, for instance. Sri Lanka Small has, country. Sri Lanka has a- a like fair and balanced, whatever that means, quote unquote, media. No, 
No, I wouldn't say it's a fair and balanced meeting in terms of domestic, but I'm talking about foreign policy. Oh, foreign policy. So, oh, yeah. Which is why, yeah. 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 True, 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 true. That is a big part of it. Norway just also happens to be a sick domestic place, too. Like, they're just, they're killing it all around. But see, that always, it's probably idealistic for me to say that, but that always takes me back to the idea of being like non interventionist policy. You want leather? Grow it in your own backyard. And I'm sure that that's like, super <laughs> oversimplistic and naive to me to, be, me to be like, you want to stop world war? We make our own cornflakes. Well, we do, but you know what I mean? Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is that dumb? Well, look, to be honest, I'd, I've really lost in the metaphor now. <laughs> if, if all international- <laughs> Well, we're over time anyways. No, 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 wait, 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 if all international uh, policy, if we could restructure everything so that there was no such thing as proxies or war or occupation or um obviously trade is a huge part of this but if trade was just sort of like la 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 oh we didn't get all the hay well just give us more next time if if if, if everything was sort of based in a system uh where there was no such thing as invading and war and there wasn't a whole business around it would the world be golden hypothetically yeah of course like there's, there's a reason that the us is responsible for that's my point but that's an eighty percent of all conflict. But that's an impossibility, obviously, and just yeah. But that's never going to happen. But yes, there is. It's no coincidence that a country that is run by a military-industrial complex is responsible for eighty percent. No, of it's not. It's just. It's just. <laughs> all I'm saying is, I think I found the solution to the world. It's just boys, impossible. Boys, boys, I just received a meme, and it's a meme of the three of us. <laughs> Oh shit! So it's the it's the meme of this exact table that we're sitting on. <laughs> oh, it's it. sent by boring girl, <laughs> and so I've got okay. Yeah, well I'll tell I can show it to you. But so my seat it has a commie cushion on it, and I'm supposed to be Bob Hawk. Jordan is Kevin 07 with Kevin Rudd, and Miss Love is the only non-politician Eddie McGuire. <laughs> <laughs> But wait, what's what's his seat then? Miss Loves. Yeah. No, Nothing. Opinion. just Eddie. <laughs> yeah, but what's the, what's the green or blue? I see. <laughs> the fuck is going on? Oh, my God. Well, we got to ask Tommy, Boring Girl. Kevin 07. <laughs> I think I, I think I'm like pro robots or something. No, we're all robot. I don't. Well, know. You, I think you're pro footy. Oh, <laughs> Definitely. Dude, that, that is. Anyways, thank you guys fun. for joining us for this update session, and we'll see you next week. Bye.